This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Guess what? What? It's us. We're back. It's the Straight from the Net people. We're here for That's you. us. We're here. Sometimes. I think it should be, like, a different name. You don't think it should be straight from the net? But sometimes I'm like, maybe it should just be Danielle and Jamie. Take on the world. Take on Facebook or something. I don't know. Jamie and Danielle take on the internet. What do we think about this whole thing where they're like, you know, you guys are moms, you wear your skinny jeans with your side parts. You know blah, what? Blah, blah, blah. I I'm like, like my fucking side part. I will fuck keep you. my side part. I will keep my side part and I will keep my skinny jeans. You know why? Because I can finally wear them and they're actually somewhat skinny jeans. Well, they're stretchy. Your yeah. fupa fits in there. Right. Shut up. Like, what a fucktard. I'm so fucking tired of these little assholes and the <laughs> TikToks. Beth says me TikTok all the time. Like, uh, she goes down the TikTok rabbit hole, like, a couple times a week. It's I, so funny. I'm not gonna lie. I've been down there. I, <laughs> there's this girl, <laughs> Sarah Turney, mm-hmm. who used her TikTok to bring attention to her um, sister's murder case and her disappearance. Oh. And now her father, who did it, is actually in jail for the murder of this girl. And they still, which is odd, because they didn't have a body. But they still, like, charged him with murder and everything else. And, like, I TikToked her for a good four and a half hours. Really? Yes. She's excellent. And you know what? TikTok isn't terrible. There's a few things on there that I enjoy. Yeah. But a lot of it is just repetition. Like, how many times have I seen the same fucking dance? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about your dance. And, you know, I don't care if you can lip sync something, if you can lip sync to a Kevin Hart fucking comedy show, you're still lip syncing, bitch. That is not talent. Oh, like I know, but Ariel does that. Used to do that sometimes, you know and it and was so funny. Well, no, she would do different it was, ways. It was, but she was, she would zuz it up. She's Ariel. She's zuz it. Yeah, she's zuz. But it was so funny. She would do like different like wigs and different color contact. Like I used to really like when she did the um. What's the octopus lady down below? Under the sea. The Ursula. Ursula. She would do no. the Ursula stuff, and I love when she would do the Ursula because she brought but a you white know what, though? Here's the thing about Ariel, and we know her, and maybe that's because why I'm a little biased is because I know her. But I do know if she really wanted to sing an Ursula song, she didn't need to lip sync that shit because she could probably fucking kill it. Oh, God. You know, speaking of which, it's so funny. It was like a week or two ago. It was in my time hop. That she had just won a singing competition. Oh, I didn't know. And we had went to go do it was years ago. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then I think she won the chance to go sing the national anthem. I don't know. It was at was it at the Queen? I can't remember. It was at the Queen. I remember that. I don't I didn't go with you, but it It was like Wilmington's American Idol or something. I do remember that because that bitch is fucking fabulous. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she can do all those things too, but I just thought I'm like I I have so much vagina stuff. Do you really? Yes. I have a woman who was born with two vaginas and two wombs. Oh, my God. I have a pl- woman who keeps going plastic surgery to get the world's fattest vagina because apparently it's a thing to have it look like your pants are, your pussy is eating your pants now. Oh, um, my God. I actually, I was on this, Um, I don't know how I did it. It was like somehow, it was like a 
a female hard bodies page. I'm like, no, I would never sign up for that ever. But it turned into these things where it would be like, you know, the up top ones where if you would like hit the, not in your regular feed, but the other ones. Look, that's how old I am. I don't even know what to tell you that is. But it would always be these women who, yeah, the thumbnails. Yeah. And it would always be these women with like great bodies, (laughs) but it'd always be like camel toes. Yep. And And I I don't don't get it. Like, what the fuck? It, it's a new thing. Like, women want to show off that they got a fat hoo-ha. No. Like, it's disgusting. Oh, and I have, like, the study that, you know, you remember that challenge that was going around a couple years ago on TikTok where girls were taking down their panties and be like, look how clean. And, like, Ew, they were. No. So they were like, oh, look, no discharge in mine. But discharge is very healthy. And this one is about um, if you have, like, black underwear that seem to be bleached. That it's perfectly normal that, you know, these are just the chemicals reacting to the fabric from your vagina. And it's about v- vaginal health, which I think is very important. Um, so oh I got a lot why? of vaginas. Why is everything got to be about some sort of sexual thing all the time? Because I don't understand. That's who I am. I'm turning into one million moms, but like the coolest one. Right. The, <laughs> the coolest one million moms. Um, <laughs> like we pick on them all the time. I'm so tired So we'll, we'll skip it. on the bleach patches, but we will definitely talk about the bitch that wants the fat hoo-ha. Well, can we just explain? I don't understand why girls have to take their panties down to show that there's nothing in their panties. Like, that's, like, why? Because it's TikTok, and that's what happens on TikTok. I mean, what is like, wrong social media is, Social media is ruining our world. You know what? I totally believe that. I really do. I believe a lot of the reason our kids have, I, I've, I've been saying it forever, that the reason our kids have all this depression and why they're all fuckered up in the head about their sexuality and their weight and everything else beyond what we used to have like the issues with our weight or something right and um you know the anxiety like they're all fucking anxiety ridden and i'm like we were never that bad no. the generation like our generation was fine it's like the generation we kicked out has a social media i get yeah, I, I, I can't i don't I can't. mean like kicked out i mean like that we had like the the generation we threw out there you know the babies we had right. they're all fuckered up i don't understand. all of either. them are fuckered up i don't understand i don't understand i think i'm gonna I think I'm going to start over, and instead of having a child, I'm going to buy one of these haunted dolls off eBay. No, you're not. Yes, I no, am. No, you wouldn't. You don't even like clowns. But this is not a clown. This is a haunted doll. Yeah, because that's better. So, apparently, this is a thing. At some point, she's going to remember to turn the noise off of her phone. Yeah, I know. I'm So, sorry. you don't have to hear the Mario Look, Brothers stuffy I'm training stuff on her somebody phone. for work, and it's just it's a thing, and I wanted to be prepared in case she called. <laughs> okay, so, anyway... Um, <clears throat> so it says on eBay, a fantastical earnest world of haunted dolls. So apparently on eBay, when you write up your haunted doll, mm-hmm. you have to put for, um, entertainment uses only, but haunted dolls are a thing. Like I am so a believer in residual hauntings. So it says, yeah, I- but you'll get like the one doll that they're like, <laughs> just kidding. And then you'll be like. Fucking haunt me, motherfucker! Right, and why aren't happen. you doing anything? Yeah. So here's this doll, who apparently is haunted. Oh, why? Because it's lost its nose? No, apparently, it says, The doll's hooded blue eyes and pursed lips are framed by the jagged bangs of white blonde page boy haircut. The eBay listing warns, Haunted doll, Dakota spirit child. It's very active and experienced people only. In the description below, the seller... Uh, Aki J25 explains that the doll is embodied by the spirit of a child named Dakota who was murdered by his mother. Belying the doll's plastic features, Dakota can be quite angry at times. 
Um, she, he should not be treated like any other toy. He cannot be positioned near any mirrors or he will break them. The listing, the listing concludes that a breezy note that all paranormal and metas, metaphysical items sold in my store are for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> so it says, I first started cruising haunted doll listings after hearing a haunted doll watch segment on a comedy advice podcast. My brother, my brother and me, that's what that says. My brother, my brother and me, instead right. of my two brothers and I. Whatever. The show's McElroy Brothers. Didn't we just do McElroy? I'm reading their book. The McElroy Brothers? Yeah, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Yes, that's that's, that's the name of the book. Yeah, I'm reading it. It's actually pretty decent. For the record, they're the McElroy Brothers, and last week we did that guy who was just shooting everybody up in town. Yeah. His name was McElroy. They're probably related. Anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, they chuckle and gasp over toys as a kooky time waster. At first, that was the reason I I was browsing the haunted dolls. I was surprised at the volume eBay has long been dis- a destination for serious doll collectors hunting for antique dolls, but searching haunted dolls yields hundreds of results. 660 the last time I checked. The results range in price from $5 to the high hundreds. Initially, I would quick I would click on the dirty, slumped over, grotesque-looking ones <laughs> right away, but I discovered that once you've seen one cracked porcelain face with a dead eye pout, You've seen them all. Instead, it's the seller's storytelling that provides the charge. Mm -hmm. A doll is just a doll, but a haunting doll requires proof. Or at least enough of a backstory that a prospective buyer can embrace the possibility of a supernatural. And so in their item descriptions, the sellers are sincerely enthusiastic. Um, So, yeah. And it says, you know, that you can pick them up on EVP. As if by common decree, most of the haunted dolls fall into one of three categories. Baby, Victorian lady, and clown. Fuck that. The I know, the dolls, don't even like those. The babyish dolls like Dakota are often advertised as containing the spirits of murdered children, while Victorian dolls tend to be a sexual succubae. And impo- really? An improbable <laughs> number of whom have been cursed by the Chilean sex demons Fiura and Tra- Trauco. I didn't even know there was Chilean sex demons. And my brother-in-law is Chilean. Chris, I'm going to need some info. (laughs) The creepiness of the clown dolls is self-explanatory. In prose, the very widely and grammatically correctness punctuation is often formatted in bold comic sans. The typographic punchline, sellers report report pneumonia and and knit together origin stories. Huh? Sellers report pneumonia and knit together origin stories. Pneumonia? I guess that's how the clown dies. We have heard laughs in the middle of the night. I thought I could handle it, but the next level of haunted, I need it gone. Post a seller who goes by Punkalay. Punkinly. Another seller, Dark Horse 200, writes, A client came to me asking for me to research this doll and let him know whether or not the spirit was within the doll was evil or not. The results, as you might imagine, were not good. When I when I went to contact him about it, I found out the client had completely disappeared on me. Just our luck. Haunted Ouija doll. Blinks noisily. Um, demonic spirits. Portal. Ships for free anywhere in the United States. The shivery sincerity. The shivery and sincerity of listings. The lack of narrative. Make the browsing experience feel like a more online equivalent of wandering into a cluttered booth in a rundown antique mall off a country highway. So a swap meet. That's you what know it makes what? you feel. I would not want to be the person having to like 
drop this off. Like, imagine being, like, a UPS person. Right. And, like, not realizing what's in your hand. And it's like. (laughs) Here's your weird Chucky doll. (laughs) When dealing with a corporate Benamoth like eBay, um, complications arrive. The site prohibits the sale of intangible items or things that buyers can't confirm that they receive. Even more explicit listings that often offer someone's soul or container that claims to have someone's soul aren't allowed to comply. So you're not allowed to say this is the soul in this jar of, <laughs> of my dog Bubba. Right. Oh, my God. So you have to put the exclaimer that it's, like, for entertainment purposes only. I don't know. I think, you know what? You and I, oh, oh, we, we should sh- do that. We should find one. We should buy a lot of it up dolls. a little bit. No, not buy. No, no. Danielle's like, no, bitch. Like, no, let's back that shit up right now. Uh, no. We should get one, smash his little eyeball off and like scrape it on the ground and then make up a whole story and put it on eBay and see who yeah, buys it. But that's the thing. The most dilapidated ones with ones people like clip going. But I feel like if it's like a porcelain doll, like a really creepy looking one with like red eyes. Um, and a, like a fancy dress, we could say that she was, I you know. I had dolls. My great-grandmother left me some creepy as shit. Let me just say that. Jonathan, they were in a box. And it's kind of like a tall, skinny box. Uh-huh. Do you remember this? Yes. And they were so creepy. And Jonathan used to do this thing where I'd be down here working like I normally am. He would move that box across so that it would be in my pants somewhere. Uh-huh. And it would be the doll sticking up, pointed at me with knives in their hand. Yeah, because your your son's an asshole. I know he's but, brilliant, but he's yeah. an asshole. And it was it was hilarious. I'm like, I just think how funny would it be if we came up with this whole creepy backstory, and then see who tries to buy it. So before my grandmother passed, she gave me when she was still like before she even got sick, she gave me this porcelain doll, and it a Victorian girl. She had two different dresses you can change her into. She had a stand. And I had it in the house before it burned down. That's mm-hmm. how long ago it was. Oh, that was a while ago. So I had it sitting up by the fireplace. Because if it moved, I could just throw it in the fireplace. Um, but the thing used to freak me out. Oh my god, you're going to just throw it in the fireplace. The thing used to freak me out. Well, my friend Sean and Lainey came. And my friend Lainey fell in love with this doll. Mm-hmm. And to this day, when you go into her house, that fucking freaky ass doll... With the brown hair and the red eyes, and she changes the like dress and everything that my grandmother gave me, still sits on Sean and Lainey's piano. Wow. So, at least she found love. I don't think she's haunted, because if she was haunted, like, I'm sure Lainey Your mama would, would not give you anything haunted. She probably blessed it. She loved Jesus and shit. <laughs> she loved Jesus and shit. So, anyway, I feel like we should definitely, you know fuck up a doll or or make up a backstory about a doll and like i think you would be really good at the backstory because i'm good at sex scenes but you're good at like real like stuff when you write like, I'm, I'm good at real stuff like real That's substance <laughs> i feel you're like you should stuff. definitely put like this creepy ass freaking um description on there and be like oh for entertainment purposes only because that's what you have to do and see who buys the shit and make it a bid item so people, like, bid on it. And then we'll put the money towards, like, charity or something. And by charity, I mean towards our podcast because, you know, we're broke. <laughs> I know. Because I'm just thinking, I'm like, this year we were like, okay, this next year we're going to really put towards things, like, you know, towards our podcast. Because it's 
I mean, yeah, we we still, you know, record every Tuesday like we're supposed to, but we wanted to, we don't do videos anymore. We don't, no. like, we don't fucking have time. It's yeah. insane. And COVID has been COVID insane. COVID is a fucking asshole. I, I don't even know what's going to happen. I'm like, until they change these rates and things, like, because we're in real estate, I just don't know if things are going to be any different. But I was trying to think, like, we've got about, like, two weeks or so until we spring forward. Ugh. Which is great, no, because then the sun's going to be out until, like, 7.30. And, you know, that's the only thing I'm looking forward to, is it staying later longer. Like, yeah, because I don't have to be, I don't have to be appraising and houses the in the dark. fucking love of God warmer weather. Yeah. It's going to be, like, 54 or some shit tomorrow. I know. It's, it's going to be feel fantastic. like beach fucking weather. People are going to be, like, on the beach over here because we're crazy. But, um, big news. What? Besides that, because that was interesting as shit, by the way. Uh, what about Mars rover landing? That those pictures are beautiful. They are like, really they're, neat. They're so neat and they're so clear, and I'm excited. And people are like, "Oh, it's a hoax." Fuck you. I don't think, I don't it's, think a it's a hoax. hoax. At all. I mean, we've got. I have no doubt in my mind that they can send something and land it on the fucking surface of Mars. Well, I really enjoyed when they did their press conference, and you got to hear what it sounded like on Mars, yes. and you got to hear the wind moving. Yes. I also oh, enjoyed so people, like, photoshopping McDonald's and shit in there. Oh, like happy. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Like a Bernie Sanders sitting over there. I thought that was pretty good, too. Um, so, let me see. What do I got? Like, usually we sit around and we talk about things. Uh, oh, this thing. I, I can't deal with you women. You crazy as fucking women. Please sit down and shut the fuck up. So, they're trying to take away... <laughs> God, I can't. Is it Greece? Are we talking yes. about Greece? They're trying to take away my Greece. sister. Is hot. She is livid. She was like, "Your cancel culture has gone too far." My little sister Kira loves the movie Greece, and she just posted that article. And she I took like, it from her. She was like, "Y'all better shut the fuck down and take several seats because we're not doing anything about Greece." Like this is. I mean, Greece is beloved. It is, and it's a classic. And people are so fucking nitpicky and. Stupid as fuck. And they need to realize that although in today's day and age, mm-hmm. Greece probably wouldn't have been as popular. And it probably wouldn't have been even what it is now. But this was back in the late 70s. So mm-hmm. this is a different time. This is a different culture. Mm-hmm. You, ex- We've evolved. And there's nothing rapey about it. Like, why is it rapey? I don't think it's rapey. Where was there an ever rapey thing in there? There was no rapey like, anything. Like, there was a scene where Johnny and Sandy were, like, making out, and he tried to, like, feel her boob. But uh, yeah, that's like, normal teenage shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, what kind of teenage boy doesn't, like, try to grab a little something? Right, and she gets up, and she leaves him, and then he's sitting on fucking swings at the drive-in, and he's, like, stranded at the drive-in. <laughs> stranded like a fool. <laughs> what will they say Monday at school? And oh, then he God. sings a whole song about his love for Sandy. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, leave the classics alone. Like, no. what in the fuck? Why? It's like, do you guys not have... It's like they, uh, again, wake up. Step one, make coffee. Step two, open up social media. Step three, find something I'm going to bitch about today because I will find something to bitch about today. Uh-huh. It's coming. It's happening. And then sign I'm a here petition. For oh, and I'm sh- sitting around a petition. Like, I'm just Shut so fucking done. Up. I'm so There's done. There's nothing wrong with the movie Grease. And if you think about it, there's even worse things. Like, they love fucking Dirty Dancing. They're making a new Dirty Dancing. Who Dirty are Dancing? You you remember? Or there was a sequel. We're getting a sequel. Remember? Again? You did- 
you did the thing on it. I did. <clears throat> you did a whole article about the sequel. Look, I got COVID brain. Half the day, like I swear to God, most of my days go like this. Da 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 da. What's that word? But that's that word. If you I lose think the word. about it, Dirty Dancing also a little kind of rapey. A little rapey. She's young. Yeah. He's old. And he, and consequently, he was also a Johnny, wasn't it? Like the little waiter guy. Yes. That went around impregnating people. No, that was Robbie. Robbie. That was Robbie. So, according <laughs> to MSN.com, and watch it be like three people made the comment, and MSN was like, oh my god, let's run with it. Let's act like it's going. It's like a thing. Uh, it's probably like three people said something, and MSN was like, make it a story. So, apparently, it says social media users are calling to ban the iconic 1970s hit film Grease, condemning it for being sexist, homophobic, and slut-shaming. Mm. A Boxing Day viewing of the film on BBC One sparked outrage online with many Twitter users calling the film outdated. Grease is on. It really has a terrible message, doesn't it? One user said. Sorry, but Grease sucks on so many levels. No plot. Nothing interesting happens. And the message is pure misogyny, said another. Yeah, the film is a lighthearted romantic musical. God, this hurts my soul. (laughs) Centering around a high school love affair between Sandy, played by Olivia Newton-John, and Danny, played by John Travolta. That's it. Danny. I kept calling him Johnny. Critics on Twitter complained about the lyric, did she put up a fight in the song Summer Nights when Danny talks about hooking up with Sandy? That's uh, where they're getting that from? That's it? That, that is it? I know, is that, do you hear the fucking music out there right now about wet ass pussy and everything else? And you're mad at that? I know! You all need to take several motherfucking seats. Okay. Double fucking standard fucking bullshit. Uh, Quit coming for us about our pots. Our skinny jeans, our side parts, and our love of fucking grease. It Come for grease too. Grease too sucked. Oh my god, you gotta be fucking kidding me about this one. Wait, hold on. It just gets better the more I read through this thing. It said the drive-in scene where Sandy and Danny watch a movie together was criticized for being rapey. One user said that it didn't age well. No, that is that part where she was like, "Oh my god, Danny!" And she kind of leans back and he leans like, "Oh, Sandy!" And she's like, "Get out of me!" And she gets out of the car and throws the ring. Yeah, like shut up. What the hell's that rapey? I like, fucking hate you people. Shot. I hate you people today. I think I'm gonna. I think mm. I'm gonna start a TikTok. Wait a minute. About who? What I hate about TikTok? Okay, it gets better. You ready? Oh my god, go! The lack of LGBTQ plus representation and diversity in the cast angered others. It's the fucking seventies. The seventies. You weren't allowed to be out then. And I'm pretty really? sure that Chichi Chachi or whatever her name was Chacha La Bang Bang. Or whoever. Cha-cha la bang Cha-cha. Okay, hold on. Let's ask. What was her name? What was the name of the girl that took Sandy's place at the dance competition in Greece? It's Cha-cha something. I do remember that. Yeah, she was like a rival. Cha-cha DeGorio. Yeah, she was a rival, like from a rival school or something, wasn't she? Yes. So Cha-Cha DeGorio, I'm pretty sure was a drag queen anyway. So you can't say that you weren't represented. Well, I don't understand too, though. But in the 70s, it was a very different time. You right. know, not and to it, say that there's anything wrong with gay people because you know we're allies. But at the same time, right. it was not the same as today. And I'm telling you right now, whoever wrote that is not a gay person. Because I don't know a gay person in this fucking world that doesn't love Love Grease. I mean, they dress up like it. So it says, in the film, a radio announcer at the school dance announces there were no same-sex couples on the dance floor. It says, all couples must be boy-girl. Well, Grease, shove your homophobia. Well, back then, in a lot of states, it was still illegal to be gay. Yeah, you couldn't know. Absolutely. And like, that if, was if they would have had a girl and a girl dancing or a girl guy and a guy dancing, then that would have been a thing in the 70s. Like, they would have pulled that shit off the fucking... 
out of the theater. Well, weren't they doing something silly too back then? I forget what it was in the movie or whatever why he said that. Like, weren't the boys like faking that they were cheerleaders or something? Yes, I do believe they were. I don't. I think it's that was wasn't that what they were? I, anyway, but anyway, it says. But many came to defend the musical, calling woke critics oversensitive snowflakes because they fucking are. I'm telling you, you are. You guys ruined fucking everything. Could you fucking seriously get over yourselves? I hate God, it here. You're so annoying. What do you think you're going to do in the real life when everybody tells you to fucking fuck off? Like, you you can't just decide everything's bad for you just because you don't fucking like it. It's called you either educate people on how you feel about it or you move on. Not everybody's for you. Not everything's for you. But it's like, Jesus Christ, fucking knock it off. It says, please don't ban Grease. I know all the words and I still got a crush on Danny Zuko on user wrote, a third wrote, I really can't believe the snowflakes want to ban Grease. What the fuck? At the end of the film, Sandy transforms from a good girl to a bad girl, impressing Danny with a new fashion, a new fashion style and attitude and smoking a cigarette. I wish my girl Sandy would have recognized Danny Zuko was trash and she didn't need to change for anyone. <laughs> I thought it was great at the end. I love I how think, she came through. I think Sandy had to change for herself. I think it was but for her and for him. Time, as she was becoming more of a little bit of a bad girl, he was getting better grades in school, yes. running track. And at the end of that movie... Yeah, he tried to he change for on, her. He had on a Letterman sweater. He and he did not have on that leather jacket. Mm-hmm. So he was changing for her just like she was changing for him. So yeah. y'all need to shut the fuck up. I know. I just can't stand you people I hate anymore. You. I really can't stand you. And if you're one of those pseudo-fake woke people, whatever the fuck you are... Suck my woke dick! <laughs> All right, I got a feel-good story. I don't really know what to say to the whole <laughs> I got a feel-good story of people coming together and and helping out. Yeah, like seriously, instead of doing all these petitions trying to ban things, why don't you try to make the world around you a little better place than worrying about Greece? Right. And go, Jeannie. I'm going to go like Grease fucking lightning. All right. <laughs> look, look. Every time I get a chill... You got chills. They're multiplying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he'll be like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, I got chills. He was like, are they multiplying? I was like, they're electrifying. <laughs> Every time. And I'm losing control. <laughs> okay, so, so I have this by Jumble, JumbleJoy.com. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I read this and, and got all choked up. Oh, my God. Do not make me cry. 200 farmers stay silent at an auction so a man can buy back his family farm. Oh, my God. Girl. Girl, mm. for this Nebraska-based farmer, farming was not only a source of living, it was his whole life too. So just try to imagine what it was like for him when his farm was suddenly taken away. For sure, it was a very painful moment. Dude, you can't even get through this. She's going to cry I know, already. I know, I know. It's like, it's so and good. She's not really the crier it's of the children. It's so good. <laughs> All right. He was, get the fuck together. So he was given a chance <laughs> to buy his farm back. And it was through an auction. However, there are about, there are about 200 farmers who might want to bid for it too. And they are so much wealthier than he is. And if he bids too low, then some other farmer is going to get that land. Fortunately, the farmers, all 200 of them, were willing to help this guy out. Wow. They showed a different level of kindness and compassion. David has been farming his entire life. It's the only way he knows how to live. Because his whole family has been farming for decades. But in an unfortunate turn of events, his family decided to sell their 80-acre farm so that David and his family were left with nothing. Mm. But David never gave up. He still had a strong hope that that farm would return to him. Though he wasn't sure how it would happen, he knew that things were not over for him and his family. A chance was presented to him when the land was for sale again through an auction. 
David and his father decided to save money so they could buy back the family farm. Um, but they knew that compared to what the other farmers had, the amount they saved up was nothing based on the number of fellow farmers who saved, who showed up that day. This was a, there was very little chance that they would win the bidding. Mm. When their family's land was presented from the bidding, David and his father placed their bid. They waited with a heavy heart for other farmers to outbid them, but this never happened. When the place their bid, the entire place went silent. No other farmer said a word and no one even tried to outbid them. All the 200 farmers that venue, venue, that the venue stayed silent, leaving David and his father astonished. As it turns out, all the other farmers wanted David and his family to get their farm back. That is why nobody made a bid. They went to the auction with the intention of helping David and his family. Even though the auctioneer made attempts to get bids from other farmers, they stayed completely silent and gave David and his father <clears throat> all the opportunity to get their farm back. So the auctioneer had no choice but to award the winning bid to David and his father. He slammed the gavel down and the auction was closed. Mm. And just like that, the farm once again belongs to David and his family. The situation where David and his family had always ha- has always I'm sorry, I'm like, woo! Mm-hmm. The situation where David and his family always happened, but moments like what just happened during that auction don't happen every day. Right. And that is why the story is worth sharing with the world. The 200 farmers will surely restore anyone's faith in humanity. In this crazy world we are living in, sometimes we get pleasantly surprised by kind and selfless acts such as these. Thankfully, these farmers showed us once again, people like them still exist in this crazy world and they don't mind grace. Aww. But isn't that sweet? That is really nice. Like, and they show this video. How about video, you woke-ass snowflakes try and help that kind of shit? And they show this video where they, the guy like screams out his bid and you can see on his face he's like, you know, looking around and nobody's bidding on the land. And it's just completely silent. Oh, there's a video of it? Yeah. Oh, no, you don't have to show me because I'll start crying. Oh, my God. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's, it's terrible. I get all fucked up. So, there's that. Well, there's this one. That's, that's like, really awesome. Like, seriously. No, it really is. Faith but... in humanity, people. Um, like, some weird shit. Like, all right. I'm a little hard on snowflakes right now. So, I have to say... Oh, no, no, please, continue with them, because they deserve this. Oh, I can't, I can't deal with you fucking people. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> this one guy, though, I actually got three little things. Is that okay? Like, little tiny things? I give us so, I know, because I don't want to feel like I'm hogging things. It's usually, it's my turn, your turn. You know how it goes. But anyway. So, this was, like, these are, like, the, the three <laughs> clever. Okay, one's good, two not so much. Okay. So this one is this guy wants to uh, get a job. So instead of his resume falling all over the place and like nobody getting them, he dresses up like a Postmates person and gets boxes of donuts and puts his resume in it and delivers it to those people. Well, shit. And his resume's in it. Now that's a snowflake that got it done. Yes. And I thought is. that was really interesting. Right, why is he a snowflake though? He's 25. Well, uh, he's 25. He's young. He's just a young He's not person. even, he's not a snowflake or anything. He seems very smart. I love the fact that there's always food in here. I know. <laughs> he's like, I come to your house to eat. They're like, junk. they're like, um, we love your podcast, but there's always bags opening. I know. There's always something happening over there. <laughs> Jim well, has his, no patience. His name is Lucas Yala, and he's a 25-year-old marketing specialist from Lithuania, and he moved to the city. Um, by the Bay, which is in San Francisco, over the summer, and he hoped to land like his dream job, like that's all he wanted. 
And what he did, but apparently there's like uh, Mr. Holmes Bakehouse is like a pop- popular pastry shop out mm-hmm. there. So he bought donuts from there and he saw and he put them like this. He was like, that's what it says. So it's like three donuts, like all in a row, that's presented cute. very nicely. And then his remains, uh, resumes in the back, like against the top part of the box. And it says most resumes end up in trash, mine and your boys. And then he kind of tells him what the ruse was, like, hey, you know, you may have thought that was your postmates, but that's really me, and I wanted to give you something different. I thought that was really great how he did that. My I thought it was innovative. And he got 10 job offers. My little eighth grade ex-boyfriend, he, Lennon, was Lithuanian. Uh, oh, okay. Super cute. Oh, my gosh. Well, he reportedly has been offered 10, in, well, he was re- he got 10 interviews. So I thought that was kind of nice. I'm going to start doing that. I'm like, look at you get. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah but you know what? You can't eat them, though, Jamie. You can't, like, take Mm-mm. a couple bites out of one, stick it back in there, and nope. then send off your resume. I'm going to start doing that. Oh, wait. Can I just say real quick? We went out with our boss. Well, actually, Jamie was working Friday mm-hmm. night. Me and Bruce and my boss and her boyfriend, and actually my boyfriend's boss, was all came up to the bar where Jamie was working. Mm-hmm. And there is this drunk-ass girl. I have to bring it up. This is a drunk-ass girl. BG We're, Dubs, if you live in Delaware and you're looking for something to do on a Friday night on the rocks on all bottom of my plate, it has karaoke and I host. So come see me. Okay. So we get there, walk outside, and I'm talking to Jamie. And this girl comes up and shows us a picture of her boobs. And she's got her boobs, like, squished together um, from her arm. And you're like, she's got some nice boobs. It's all right. And she's like, I'm like, oh, dear God, right? And I'm like, thank God, our boss. Like, this woman is, Kathy, I don't know how to stop. She just, she hangs around us because I think sometimes it keeps her humble. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, she don't belong with us. She don't belong with our kind. So, anyway, we go. Then, next thing you know, it's this same drunk girl who's mm-hmm. showing everybody her tits. And all the guys are like, oh, it's your tits. Oh, it's your tits. She's like, here you go. Look at my tits. Mm-hmm. Like, she comes inside and starts singing Coochie Coochie Bang Bang. Oochie Wally Wally. Coochie Bang Bang. I look at our boss and I tell her, you've peaked. <laughs> <laughs> your life is not going to get any better from here. <laughs> this and is didn't it. Didn't I have you've to peaked. sing with her? Uh-huh. I think I sang with her, didn't I? Yes, you did. And that's why I said, well, I know I thought it was funny. I looked at her and I was like, so, you know, the cars that are parked outside because of you, the houses we live in because of you, the salaries we make because of you. And how do we repay you? Coochie, coochie, bang, bang. I'm like, you have peaked. This is it. (laughs) It's not going to get better for you from here on out. These are people you employ. And not only do you employ her, she's forever in your house taking care of your kids. So anyway, she just was laughing so hard. She was like, oh, dear God. And her boyfriend's like, oh, God. First of all, say to this. I don't know how much I had to drink, but it, it was, was a whole lot. It by was then. entirely too much. It was a whole lot. Because by the time I, I woke up on Saturday and I woke up, my makeup was in the exact same position. <laughs> my hair was still perfect. <laughs> I went downstairs and I looked at Paco. I was like, baby. He was like, yeah, I was like. I woke up like this. <laughs> he was like, all right, Beyonce. So, you know, Bruce and I came home. Uh-huh. Went on the back porch. Uh-huh. Took my little heater. Drank some more. Didn't go to bed until like five o'clock in the morning. Rhea forgot that the cleaning lady's coming at nine because it snowed. And so we're like, oh my God, we're so tired. And we're like, we got to get up. She's going to be here. So he gets up before me, goes downstairs and makes coffee. Because he's like, I'm, Danielle's going to need it. Right? 
there's not a chance in hell I'm drinking that. I'm going back to bed because I'm going to die. I had drank so much alcohol that I, so I come down the steps right as like our, my wonderful cleaning lady comes in the door and she looks at me and she was like, oh, oh, oh somebody had a good night last night. Like that because she's like Greek. And it was, I thought I was going to die. I did. I was like, I have got to go to back, back to bed. So as soon as she was done upstairs, I took my ass back up. I said, look, I put your check in the microwave. I got to go back to bed. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Love you. Thank you for being here. But I got to go back to bed. We did not get out of bed until three o'clock. Three o'clock. I have a picture that I sent to Beth I'm of me crazy. in bed. I, I couldn't. Up. I was so exhausted. I got up Saturday one, got my midlife crisis here. <laughs> I know. What do you think of that? I do. I like it. I got my nails it's done. It's not too crazy. I know. I got to go get my nails done. Oh, okay. Sorry. So here's the ingenious things. I'll make it's really quick. So according to Fox 29, on February 20th, Phoenix police say thrift store toy had more than 5,000 fentanyl pills inside. So somebody took a glow worm, a glow worm, shoved all these pills inside of it. I'm like, how the hell did you get 5,000 fentanyl pills in a glow worm? And how did you lose your glow worm? Like, you know, somebody was like, fuck, I'm in trouble. Somehow this just happened. They're going to be in big trouble. Somebody's dealer is coming after them. So that was that, and they confiscated that, thankfully, in time, because, you know, some damn kid was like, why won't this light up? What's happening? And then the parents like, what the fuck is this? Right. And I don't think that, and you know it's one of our generations, like, giving it to their, like, great niece or something, because it's a fucking glowworm from the 80s, and you're like, they need this. It brought me such joy. I know. And then here's- But people from our generation wouldn't have been offended and turned that shit in. We would have sold it. Let's get real. I wouldn't have sold anything. I would have been like, no, fentanyl kills people. Yeah, well, you know. Jamie, you are so full of crap right now. You would not. (laughs) Do not write us in and be like, you guys are just irreprehensible. Oh, my God. I just Look, I would never because, for the record, Paco calls me Captain Planet. I was going to say, that's why she's so full of crap. Like, I mean, you guys have to know her to know she's just full of shit. But anyway, so then this one popped up at the same time, and it was quite, it was like the other part of this. And it was from USA Today on February 20th, the same day, and it was federal agencies, $2.8 million in cocaine frosted cornflakes. What? Shit from South They're America. Great. <laughs> they were really great. They were the fucking greatest. I'd have been so mad if I got high from frosted flakes. I'd have been so mad. <laughs> it said Bico, a narcotic detector dog with U.S. Customs and Border Protection, alerted authorities to the cocaine coated flakes. On February 13th, in oh, a shipment of cereal. My God. So, could you imagine? Well, breakfast really is the greatest meal of the day. <laughs> <laughs> my God, these are the best fucking breakfast so I've ever had. <laughs> you know what? My mom told me when I was younger that if you do cocaine or something like that, like, some of us have some sort of something in us that interacts with it, and you won't know if you have it until you do it, and it could kill you. And I believed her, believed her, that I got a little older and didn't believe her. And I never did coke or anything. Right. Like, it never, it actually, I just was never in front of it to have Your it happen. Your mom and my mom, so not the same. My mom's <laughs> like, if you want to do coke, do it with me. <laughs> Bring it to the house. Bring it to I the house. Because I can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. You, you want to do drugs? doesn't listen to this. You want to do drugs? Do it with me. <laughs> I want you to be safe. Do it with your mom. All right. <laughs> But my mom did for, like, the longest time. And then I was like, I don't believe her. I think she just said that so I went to snort coke or something. And then I read some kind of fucking article where they're like, yes, like, so many Americans have some enzyme in their body. And you don't know it 
unless it interacts with some, and it will kill you. Like you really will die. I was like, oh my god, well I'm glad I never snow, I never you know snorted coke. But yeah, so um, those frosted fucking flakes were great. They were. (laughs) I'm done now. I just it was on the same day, and I was like, all right, so so I have a Florida something something. Oh shit, I do, and and it's from Snopes, and and I read the the um headline, and I had to save it. Are you guys ready? Uh-huh. Did a Florida man kidnap people, forcing them to play Yahtzee? <laughs> the suspect was arrested on suspicion of burglary in 2016. A 37-year-old Florida man who was arrested for kidnapping 27 people and forcing them to play Yahtzee for 36 hours straight. What? He ate those bleeds. Uh-huh. So apparently, apparently it was false, but it says a supposed tweet shared by a CBS News on January 16, 2021, claimed to describe a 37-year-old floor man who was arrested for kidnapping 27 people and forcing them to play Yahtzee for 36 hours straight. A photograph that accompanied the alleged tweet showed a red-headed man who appeared to be very sunburned, which our oh team Lord. used to conduct a reverse image search. The search engine, engine I returned more than 45 results. The oldest match of which originally dated back on March 2016. According to the public domain photograph, the featured man was 22-year-old Brett Gonzalez, who was booked on March 15, 15 2016, on suspicion of burglary and religion, of a religious building. Oh, he robbed a church? He, he was probably trying to get into the bingo hall. <laughs> a link the back to an hall. article published two days later by the news outlet and NOLA.com revealed the officials in Louisiana Tangifoa Tangifoa Parish that's oh the name my. of the church arrested Gonzalez who lived in the town of Tick, Tickball what the fuck is these places in Louisiana man Tickball <laughs> Tickball Hall <laughs> At the time, after he allegedly burglarized the Little River United Pentecostal Church. So, he didn't. That's a lot of people to kidnap, though. 27 people. I'm having a feeling. And make them play Yahtzee. I was hoping this was true, because I want to hang out with this guy. What? No, you don't. I want to be his pen pal in prison. Like, I feel like we could play, like, a game of long-distance hangman. Well, I have someone that you can be friends with in prison. Okay, good. Are you ready? Yes. So this is from CBS 47, Action News Jacksonville. Because, of course, it's fucking Florida. It's Jupiter, Florida. Nice. But this is from 2016, but they're passing it around in my timeline like it just happened. And it says, Florida man arrested for reportedly tossing Gator into a Wendy's drive-thru window. East of Loxahatchee, according to WPTV. Joshua James, 23, was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, illegally killing, possessing, or capturing an alligator, and second-degree larceny, petite theft, according to the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. He's not been released on bail. Or on bail. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. That's good. Said James tossed a three-and-a-half-foot alligator into the drive through window after they handed him his drink. That is too funny. Could you imagine? But he, I guess it was dead. I hope so. Well, because it, yeah, he killed him. So, uh, he killed the alligator. So, well, I'm, I'm assuming. sure that the alligator that, that big is not going to let him just pick it up and throw it. I, I, well, I, so I was, well, I didn't know, like, you know how they do the uh, the nose where they wrap the nose and, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, I was like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Why? All right. 
So I have this by from what's a laugh.com. Dear millennials, <laughs> I don't want to give a hear a motherfucking thing about my side part, my skinny jeans, mm-hmm. grease, grease too, dirty dancing. I don't want to hear shit about anything when you motherfuckers are out there getting plastic <laughs> surgery to get the world's fattest vagina. <laughs> in my day it was not classy for girls to walk around with their vaginas eating their pants that's how you get yeast infections <laughs> just saying sunbeams and your pants are definitely gonna have stuff on it yes. <laughs> if you pull your pants down that's how you get stuff on your hands for if, sure if your vagina is healthy but if you're shoving shit up in there it's probably not anyway this bitch well, wait, you know, I wish they had that thing you can put down your pants. Yeah, they gives you a camel toe. It gives you a camel toe, and I don't understand. Me neither. I Remember, understand. we pissed it around for the longest time. We thought it was funny as shit. Now it's like, I here understand. we are. Anyway, this model is undergoing one dramatic plastic surgery, and it's just so she can get the world's fattest vagina. Shut the fuck up. Well, what do they put in there? Like, your fat? I don't know. I'm about to find out. Okay. Meet a 24-year-old woman who claims she's addicted to plastic fashion, which is plastic surgery. Moreover, her dramatic transformation speaks heaps and bounds about her goals in life. That she's I love when you hear moreover. She's not happy with herself. And then that moreover. Moreover. Moreover, They love to use that. They really do. And by that, we mean turning a scary addition of plastic surgery into a hobby. Mm. As bizarre as this story may sound to you, it's the absolute truth. And we believe she might be going head over heels with her next procedure. Think lo- along the lines of the world's fattest vagina. <laughs> Here are the exclusive details on the Uber Bazaar case, and that the world has to look that has the has the world in absolute awe. Let's take a look. First of all, look at her. She's a hot fucking mess. Her titties oh, wow, are entirely too big. Her lips are too big. She looks like a fucking alien, and she's got fake freckles. And they're not even well placed fake freckles. What's she getting tattooed on? I guess they're she probably had tattooed on. So it says, welcome to the world of plastic surgery. From head to toe, this woman is is less natural and more plastic. And in case you think we're joking, well, it's time to pay close attention to the details of her bizarre life. (sighs) Transforming her entire look one feature at a time, the famous model is just unstoppable. Well, if she fucking, if you try to stop her, she's just going to bounce off of you. (laughs) The bitch is rubber. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, anyway. We can't, cer- we can, and we certainly don't mean it that in a bad way. I do. The 24-year-old Canadian refers to herself as Mary Magdalene. Shut the fuck up. Mm. I can't. And has reported around 300, she has used around 3,000 cc's of expanders. This gives her breasts and an uber-large uplift and extra large cleavage where she goes where she goes one thing is for sure people definitely remember for her her for her silicone beauty why are they giving this girl props <sighs> she looks like a motherfucking alien yeah, that looks really bad like her hips look i mean all right. that looks really bad her whole entire body looks fucking disgusting but like where did you i mean no but i don't know it's like who does she go to she got to go to like mexico for that shit because I, and I, who's doing that here you know people who want the money now, whether or not that's a good thing, we shall leave that judgment up to you. Thank you, because I'm very judgy. <laughs> Fulfilling her plastic mission to, 
To fulfill her plastic surgery mission, Mary says she wants to get the world's fattest vagina. Hence, they love hence. For this reason, she continually gets injections down there. However, the most noticeable change has to be her face. And no one, <laughs> and one looks at it and takes the, and there's no one look at it and you don't have to ask the reason why because she looks like an alien. To highlight her incredible amounts of plastic surgery, she opted to pop up her pout. On that note, she even posted some before and after clicks via Instagram. After getting some more fillers done recently, she decided to share with fans her ultimate transformation. My lips came a long way, and you can clearly see the mega difference in her before picture, an observance of a natural-looking appearance. So, this is her before picture... Where her lips are still pretty big. She's got, she's had lots of plastic surgery. And this is her after picture. But look, she's so oddly shaped that nothing fits her right. Like, I just feel because I'm so, like, blind. The way her her little thong thing she's got going on there, her bathing suit bottom is fitting her, is, it's baggy. Well, they did, like, some weird thing with her hips and her legs. Like, it's like they gave her, like, triple Brazilians or something. Right. Like, she, her hips are fucking huge. Okay. In the second picture, however, it's for the norm. Here she is in all her tattoos, glossy pink lipstick, and startling transformation. Bigger assets means more pleasure, she says, spending over 85,000 pounds on her surgery transformation. Mary says she has zero regrets. In fact, she couldn't be happier. And we can totally relate as to why. Surgery is my brand. It's my identity above all. Everyone knows me for my plastic surgery as it's my lifestyle and I just go with it. With millions of followers and fans by her side and her, she simply can't get enough of the sex appeal and uber large features for her. It's an excitement and a rush out of adrenaline that only comes with plastic surgery. Mm. Shut mm. up. You know what? This is what's wrong with today's society. We have this girl who's got millions of followers, and they're telling her how beautiful she is. But Some people, but a lot of people are I doing feel it to like, judge her. I feel like, you know what, maybe... She liked the attention, but Maybe ways. somebody okay. should have told her she was beautiful before she did this. Because by the mm-hmm. looks of her, you could tell at one point in time she was a very pretty girl. Yeah. No, I mean, and like, and it's not the tattoos, because I, I can get down with the tattoo. You yeah. can be beautiful covered in tattoos. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It is the mere shape of what you got going on and that is her hoo-ha oh yes that's what they're doing they're making and they're making it big like you have so, like these big so now lips. she's getting these silicone injections into the labia of her no she's getting them in her labia and they're freaking huge like now she's got huge hoo-ha lips and she's got this god-awful camel toe that looks like her pants her vagina are eating, eating her pants and it's not healthy, and it's not good for you. And uh, I guess I'm not understanding. What is it? Like, does it... Who likes it, though? Like, I'm obviously, it's, it's got to be for men. And is it just because you, it makes you think... Uh, I don't know. Uh, like, Apparently, it's a thing. Like, you want a fatty vagina. I don't want a fatty vagina. Actually, to be fair, after this surgery, I lost a lot of weight because you do store a lot of fat. Yeah. Behind your vagina. Now my vagina is like scary looking. Like it looks angry. <laughs> it looks angry. But that's gonna be fine once I get that stomach tummy stuff tuck and they pull everything up. That that's gonna straighten out down there. But <laughs> for right now it's just dangling it's, and it's just temporarily out of out of angry looking 
one-eyed monster. But <laughs> I don't think Paco agrees with that assessment. He seems just fine. Well, it, it feels the same with him, I guess. Yeah, he's like, it is what it is. It is what it is. Well, you know, so there's this woman, um, and she's starting to make the rounds. It's, it's starting to go viral a little bit because people really, speaking of judging, right? Yeah. Because, you know, especially with that woman that you're talking about. Uh-huh. There's people that follow her just to judge her, just to put her down, just to say whatever they got to say about her, right? Right. And then you've got the people that are just like, oh my God, I just love it, love Like, you know, because they're tit people, ass people, apparently humongous vagina people. I don't know. Because I asked Bruce, I said, what's, what's the lore? He was like, I don't know. I don't find it attractive. Like, he's a butt guy. He loves ass. He loves it. Oh, crap. I just dropped my thing here. Um, but, like, he just doesn't, he doesn't understand whatever it is that they like of that. So, Paco's, I don't know. It's funny because Paco's a boob guy. Yeah. Which I figured he'd be a butt guy because it's a little stereotypical. But, you know, most <coughs> black men like big butts and they cannot lie. Not right. I love. No, I he love. Like, he's he like big tits and He's like, lie. I like your titties. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, according to this woman, and this is a different kind of judgment, okay. and people are loving this because there's so many people, it's split so much, but according to the New York Post, it's a California mom says she's being bullied by fellow parents for selling sexy snaps on OnlyFans. Have you seen that one? No, but I, I feel like if you're going to have an OnlyFans, good for you. I mean, good for you, but at the same time, you have to know that at some point somebody's going to find them there and you're going to get it. There is consequences to everything. And if you're willing to get shamed because you knew you were going to get shamed the minute you started doing an OnlyFans. Right. It does seem like it's hidden, you know what I mean? And it's it's voyeuristic. So anyway, it says, mom who sells sexy snaps online claims she was bullied by fellow parents at her kid's school, but says that won't stop her. Known as Mrs. Poindexter on the OnlyFans app. What than- I want to know, though, is why do the parents at school know about her OnlyFans? Well, they found it. So I think it comes on there. I'm like, eh, that's right. Well, because... There's, there is a lot of curiosity. Because remember, I joked with Bruce. I'm like, let's do it. Because that one lady made like $100,000 in a month. Because Betty Ann's husband got caught looking at Mrs. Poindexter's picture. Yeah, exactly. So it says, uh, she's known as Mrs. Poindexter on the OnlyFans app. Northern California mom Tiffany Poindexter claims to rake in more than $150,000 a month. Oh. That's it. You know what? My aunt listens to this. Hey, Aunt Kate. She told me not to bang my boyfriend on OnlyFans. But this is fucking ridiculous. $150,000 right? a month. I'll diet. And I will get nice and thin, and I'm boning my boyfriend on there for hundred fifty thousand dollars a month. My grandma would probably be fine with it <laughs> because right? that's the only one I really be worried about. I hundred fifty thousand dollars a month. We could probably do this fucking podcast on OnlyFans topless and get a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to be topless. We could just be in something sexy. I like, don't know, but you know what? We could order that thing from Wish to do the big fat pussies. Right. We could do that too, and then we'll just sit with our legs open with our big fat pussies and do it. Yeah. I guess on OnlyFans, it's not even ours. But anyway, so she says uh, it's $150,000 a month selling access to naughty photos and videos taken by her husband. Oh, he's all for it. I was like, you know what? He is like, get that money, Bill. Bruce would totally do it. He Paco, would so fucking do it. Paco told me if I got an OnlyFans, that'd be the only thing I got. <laughs> well, his parents said her But if me and Paco ever break up, I'm done with relationships forever, so I will have an OnlyFans. <laughs> there you go. Uh, parents at her kids' school, however, are not fans. The 44-year-old said oh, they started a campaign to get her three kids kicked out of the school when Why? her account was discovered last summer. I'm assuming it's got to be a private school, so it's just some women... I'm like, why else? You know what I mean? What the fuck? You can't get kids kicked out Those of the school. Those kids didn't do shit. No. So, excuse me, some women from my area actually printed out pictures I posted on my OnlyFans and mailed them to the principal of my children's school, who's probably thrilled, like, send some more. Uh, it says, we were called a load of names. Apparently, it was disturbing, disgusting, horrifying, and my children should be kicked out. 
Queen Actor claims the principal opted not to get involved. Good for good for the principal. And mm-hmm. why are they trying to kick out her children for something she did? It says she and her husband, meanwhile, have continued to run the account and chalk the campaign up to jealousy. I reckon most of the husbands have taken a look at Tiffany's account, hubby Chris Poindexter said. Maybe that's why these women have such an issue with us. Shut up. They fucking suck. Good she for you, Mrs. Poindexter. Look, she's... That's why. That's why. But she's in lingerie. She's got clothes on now. That is why I would be like, what is your password? Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, wait. Here it is. This is something that somebody sent. You need to stop blank... But have your husband call me. He commented how much he liked blank in my photo on our anniversary. Your blank has visited my friends and your embarrassment at the school and your kids. And we were led to your photos by someone who found them on the internet. Have Chris call me. This is text messages she's getting from other parents. Like telling her she's gross and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, they're like literally uh, said, you know, with $150,000 a month. We're at 56. Yeah, we'll get ready to go. For that kind of money, they're probably going to a private school. And that's probably why. Everybody's all like hard up. So why doesn't everybody tell us what they feel? About OnlyFans. Or if you have one, send me the link. I'm curious. Or if you do one, let us know how much money you're making. Like, I want to know all about the I know, OnlyFans. I kind of do, too. You guys like, got to let us know. It's a, whole, it's a whole new world. And I'm interested. So yes. write us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me on the Twitter. And you can jump in my twat box. My Twitter handle is Jamie at straightfromthenet. You can also find us on Facebook at straightfromthenet. And we got a bunch of platforms that Danielle will tell you about. So every Wednesday, you can find us on uh, New York Daytime Radio. For whatever reason, I thought that was a great idea. And you can find us on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio. Um, if you are not local to the area, that's fine. You can get us on the WMLD app. You can find it in like, all the major app stores. And if you miss it, that's okay. They replay us on Saturdays at 7. If you still miss that, that's all right. Because we're going to upload this very podcast to our platforms, which are Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. And actually, from what I understand, there's like a few more floating around that we didn't know that they automatically get pushed out to. But I don't know what they all are just yet. So whenever I get them in to the thing that I will. But We're everywhere. I know. Just in your sleep, in your dreams. Um, so in the meantime, though, keep it coming. Make good choices. Okay, bye. And bye.